0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the 45th episode of Sadie Spills the Tea. Happy Friday to everyone. Boy, it's been a week and uh, I'm really glad that it's Friday. Um, a little sleepy. Just going to go ahead and say that now. And, um, you know, just happy the weekend's coming. And the temperature dropped out here a little bit. It's 73. I got to wear a full sweatsuit this morning. It was honestly delicious. Had a little coffee outside of my porch. Had my Galtessa here and uh, it was just a peaceful morning and, you know, just the end, really for us, it's the end of summer. We're easily segueing into fall. Temps are dropping, leaves are changing. Um, You know, in about two weeks, it's going to be full-blown fall here and just trying to savor every last minute of summer. So that's where I'm at. We have quite a bit to cover today um, and just kicking it right off with some sports. Not a lot of sports news um, because we're kind of in just like the middle of things, I would say. Um, For all my fantasy football people, my NFL fans out there, yes, fantasy football, all of the drafts and teams and leagues are getting assembled right now. Everyone's getting their draft date together, figuring out how many leagues they're going to be in, they want to be in, that type of thing. Um, I know drafts are going to go ahead and start here in the next couple of weeks. So If any ladies are out there and looking for a perfect girls night, um, fantasy draft night is going to be just for you. A night alone, kick the boys out, let them go draft wherever, meet up, scream, yell, drink their beer, do their thing. Anyway, that is um, what's approaching us because yes, NFL season, preseason has already started and we are going to start the real season, regular season here in a few weeks. And again, then we're on uh, NFL until February. So fasten your seatbelt because uh, football's back. Um, in some other sports news, we learned today that Kevin Durant is going to be partnering with Weed Maps to essentially try and destigmatize marijuana. First and foremost, you know I'm all about that. We'd love to see this happening. Um, but I love that Kevin Durant is the one that's gonna go ahead and do it. Not sure what the partnership's gonna look like, not sure, you know, if he's gonna have an initiative um, or, or what this landscape's gonna look like, but love to see that Katie is trying to change um the conversation around marijuana because it's, well, I could go on a whole nother tangent of that, but I'm happy for KD. So I'd love to hear it. i will keep you updated if we get anything more on, you know, what he's actually doing. But um, I wanna follow up on a little Met Gala news that I feel like I've been saying for a couple episodes now. Um, but of course the invite lists are actually, you know, formally getting locked down and people are getting a little more clarification. Um, but I mentioned this a few months ago when we heard that the Met Gala was actually moving to September, right at September 13th, and Monday. Um, and I kind of glazed over the fact that we have some great hosts of the gala. Of course, I mentioned last week that, you know, we don't actually see the inside of the actual event. We just see the red carpet and everyone walking up the stairs and whatnot, and then get the pictures afterwards. But um, Billy Eilish, Timothy Chalamet, Naomi Osaka, and Amanda Gorman are going to be the hosts of the Met Gala, which is really great. They're all, you know, I want to say under 25 years old. They're all relatively young. Um and just like a fresh face to the Met Gala. I'm not sure who typically hosts it, but the fact that they're having these four up and coming kind of stars, not up and coming, they're they're here, they're present, they're live, they're crushing life, obviously. Um, but that's gonna be interesting to just see how the hosting goes for them. But um, we did get a little update on our Met Gala invites. Of course, Kim, Kylie, Kendall hopefully are invited, Gigi and Bella, Cardi B, JLo Beyonce. Ariana, Miley, potentially Shawn Mendes, which obviously means Camila Cabello, Rosalita, Blake Lively, and then we heard Addison Rae, Emma Chamberlain, the D'Amelio girls potentially, Sarah Jessica Parker will be there, probably pimping out, you know, Sex and the City, um, and then Tom and Giselle. Those are the names I've heard. There's been a million circulating. I could be completely wrong. None of these people could show up, but it's fun to speculate and just kind of fun to speculate who's going to be showing up together, what they're going to be wearing. Um, I did read a thing that there's going to be a lot of Tom Ford um, at the Met Gala. So I don't know if Tom has multiple tables or what that looks like, but I think it's cool. I also heard that LeBron wanted an invite to the Met Gala. Not sure if he got one, but his like circumstances with it were that he wanted his own table there. And I'm pretty sure that's not how Anna Wintour works. You know, They kind of establish who they want, who's cool, who's up and coming. Like, I get LeBron just did Space Jam and whatnot, but... Don't know how he could kind of just swing like, I want my own table um, at the freaking gala. So TBD, if he'll be there, I heard that obviously she declined that. But you never know if LeBron will show up. So again, very excited for a little red carpet action in just a few weeks. All right. In some baby news, um, I reported this a few months ago, but Scarlett Johansson and Colin Jost um, welcomed their baby boy. His name is Cosmo. Um, Colin put up a pretty funny Instagram that was just like words on a slide that were like, yes, we had a baby. And then he swiped, his name is Cosmo. Um we knew that Scarlett was pregnant for a while. Uh, Colin had a stand-up show months ago and just like ripped the band-aid off there and was like basically told the audience that they were expecting really casually. And so that's how word got out. People saw pictures of Scarlett um, on the East Coast looking pregnant. And it was like, okay, they just didn't announce the pregnancy. They just decided to announce the arrival, which I kind of love. So bad for all the speculation. But baby Cosmo is the name. Um, Hammond for me, this is a very Italian name. We actually have a buddy whose middle name is Cosmo. Actually, his entire family's middle name is Cosmo. So. Cool name, Um, you know, kind of goes along with all these stars and all these trendy things. But um, a hilarious thing is that Michael Shea, who is the other host of, oh God, what's their segment called? Um, The Tonight Show, Your News Tonight. That you know, on SNL, when Colin and Michael they get up there and they do all the news anyway. That's who I'm talking about. Michael. Um, He put in his Instagram bio that he is Cosmos publicist just a few minutes after Colin um, announced the name. So. Love when like friends do that kind of shit. I thought it was hilarious. And that's what I'm going to leave that. Um, in other baby news, we have Rosie Huntington White Lee is also pregnant with baby number two. Um, her, gosh, I don't even know if they're married, but Jason Leetham is her significant other, her partner, um, the baby daddy. They already have a baby boy. And uh, we just found out they're expecting baby number two. So love to see it. Obviously, she is one of the most beautiful women of all time. A beautiful pregnant woman. Had to show Tessa who she was today. She was like, I've never seen her. In my life, and I was like, Yes, Rosie, come on, you know her, Rosie HW. Like, hello. Anyway, so congrats to Rosie and Jason. Okay, in some other news, um, we learned that J Lo has signed a multi million dollar deal with Netflix. Um, she posted a little teaser yesterday. Um, there's all these things that are like JLo X Netflix, but without any real details of what she's going to be doing with Netflix. So after doing a little research, it sounds like there are about three movies that she's rolling out. One is called The Mother, the other is called Cypher, and the last one is called Atlas. Um, The Mother is supposed to be the first movie that's rolling out relatively soon. Um, but all three of these movies have at least started filming or were in the process of filming during last year, 2020, um, and are going to be rolled out to Netflix this year, or probably some in 2022 as well. But we'd love to see that JLo is signing a deal. Obviously, you know, these streaming platforms are getting all the celebs on them and whatnot. Um, I also read that she's going to be starring in some and directing. So that'll be exciting for JLo. So stay tuned for the Netflix release of that. Um, Also, I Yes, and one of those people that just found himself on YouTube recently, a new a new outlet for myself. Anyway, I watched, obviously, I watch all of those 73 questions with Vogue when they have whoever is on the Vogue cover do the 73 questions. It's fabulous. They show your house, blah, blah, blah. There was also one yesterday that was, well, I found it yesterday, and it was 24 Hours with Madeline Klein, who's the girl from Outer Banks, which everyone loves, who's dating John, whoever. Um I, again, I couldn't make it through the first season of Outer Banks. And yes, I will try it again because everyone's telling me that season two is fabulous. But it was a really great 24 hours with her. Um, I learned that when the first season of Outer Banks actually aired in 2020, obviously mid-pandemic, Netflix had asked all of the cast of Outer Banks to meet together and to watch the episodes together. So they all gathered at Madeline's apartment. Um, and basically, she said they were just getting wasted. Um And essentially they waited and and watched the Outer Banks kind of the titles pop up um, on Netflix and it said coming soon. And then they watched it like load with all the episodes and then they could start binging and they watched like the first 10 minutes of the first one. And then they all decided they didn't want to see each other on TV, which I thought is so relatable. But if you are a Madeline Klein fan or into YouTube and you just want to like find more shit out about celebrities, go ahead and check that out. Vogue has a great channel. Um, Wanted to slide that in for my Outer Banks fans. Okay, um, in some house news, Sophia Ritchie buys her home, her first home, with boyfriend Elliot Grange. Um, She's obviously owned homes in the past, but the first home she's buying with a boyfriend, they bought it for $17 million. So sorry, that is a big difference. $17 million in Beverly Hills, and it looks insane. You know, overlooking the city, of course, we have... um, you know a pool, the infinity pool, the gym, the movie theater, all the bells and whistles are at that house. So congratulations to Sophia and her new um hot boyfriend, you know. Also in some house news, um, Tessa and I watched a little cribs action last night and we were graced with the Martha Stewart episode, which was honestly hilarious. Um she has this big ass farm on the East Coast. She's like, you know, feeding all the chickens and horses. She has turkeys and lambs and you name it, she has it. Um, really fascinating, but Tess and I are both like really, really, really overwhelmed and anxious about the setup of her house. She basically is just like a hoarder in, in a big-ass house. There's shit everywhere. I know Ham is probably like, CD, you have shit everywhere too. But this, I'm telling you, like stacks on stacks, pots and pans hanging everywhere. It was freaking wild. So um, that's what was happening on Cribs last night. All right, so in our um, Bravo news for the day, we learned that Real Housewives of Dallas will not be returning to Bravo next year. Honestly, not a huge loss. Um, Not that many people are obsessed with this franchise. It kind of died in the last few years. Um, It's only been, I want to say it was only on for like 5 or 6 years anyway. But it's not returning and um, honestly, no love lost. personally. Um, They should be focusing their attention to the other franchises, so I'm okay with that. We also had a very big um, Housewives of Beverly Hills episode that, again, is just getting deeper and deeper into this whole Erica Jane situation. Um, Essentially, on this episode, the big, big, big LA Times article came out. Well, that was last episode. And then the girls kind of met and Sutton basically said, I don't feel comfortable really interacting with her right now. Like, I feel like I'm at risk. My reputation, my social status, all the things that matter to Sutton, she's really concerned about that. So she has all the gals over. Um, And Dorit kind of goes in on Erica and is like, I just can't believe this. I don't stand by it. I'm having a really hard time. I need answers to all these questions. And collectively, the women kind of decide, "Okay, we're going to have a Christmas dinner at Kyle's house and we're going to go ahead and just ask them, ask Erica straight up like what's happened. Right. Sutton has like all of these notes printed out of all the allegations. She's ready. She's like full blown, has the fucking receipts out. Um, So she they, they basically all meet up and at Kyle's house. Um, Erica walks in. All the girls are obviously, like, talking about her, straight up being like, I want to know what's going on, right? Um, The dinner is so fucking awkward. Erica like almost knows that the women want to bring it up, um, but they kind of just start dancing around it anyway. The moral of the story is at the dinner table, Dorit totally flips the script and his team. Erica, Erica, if you need anything, I'm so sorry. Blah 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 blah. Garcelle full calls her out and was like, "That's not what you were saying the other night." And then Dorit has to explain that the women met up with Sutton, basically Sutton's idea, and then Sutton feels like she's getting thrown under the bus, and it turns into this whole thing. Right. Um, the moral of what Erica answered is that she was kept away from the books. Um, the women and say you know there's 20 million dollars that went to EJ Global like where the fuck did that go and she was like i was kept away from the books i have no idea where did this money go i'm wondering the same thing she also makes some comment that is like you know i'm not a, i am not in any of these allegations my name hasn't been listed so like why am i getting dragged into this type of thing and the women were like what do you mean like are you off your rocker your name's been in every fucking article that's come out for like the last however many months um it's getting really hard to believe that erica doesn't know anything but again we have a long road ahead of us, and as you know, Kyle and Rinna, some of the ladies are saying, you know, she's innocent until proven guilty, which I I understand. However, it's just becoming a little harder to um, back Erica Jane because of these horrible things that Tom has done, and her story is not necessarily adding up. Anyway, in addition to that part of the episode kind of going down, and that's really the gist if you missed it. Um, is that we heard that Bravo was served papers, um, from the court case of Erica and Tom, basically um, asking them to hand over all unaired footage to the court. Um, anything about Erica, anything that they didn't air, like anything that they have filmed of Erica and Tom, anything that the other women have said about Erica and Tom, like Bravo has to hand over a shit ton of. Tapes, information. Um, and I think that puts all the ladies in a really tough spot um, because they've all heard different things. You know, the picture that Erica Jane was painting years ago is obviously not the reality and not what was going on. So it's it's getting messy. Um, and next week we see that Garcelle and Dorita are really going to get into it, maybe even Sutton and Erica. And it's just like we got to dig ourselves out of this hole, which I don't know if we are going to because. Nothing's resolved in real life, right? And this was all filmed back in December, and now we're seeing it. And God, that would be so frustrating to, like, see shit that happened almost a year ago. Okay, anyway, that is uh, our Bravo update for today. Actually, one more thing on that is that Paige from Summerhouse and Craig have been spotted literally all over town recently. Um, last weekend, we saw pics of them doing a double date with Kyle and Amanda, which we love to see. But then over the weekend, there were pictures of... Lindsay like, on Craig's shoulders and then being flirty and whatnot. And he was like, oh, God, like, what's happening? And then Craig responded to a comment that someone said that was like, oh, my gosh, Craig and Lindsay? Um And the comment and he, Craig's response was like, wouldn't that be a shit show? So Craig kind of says it's not actually happening. Um, and then we saw pics of Craig and Paige at a golf tournament yesterday, and they were having lunch with Paulina Gretzky. And so things are just, like, coming more to life of them actually being together, which I... Can't wait to watch. Like, where the fuck is Winterhouse? Bravo? At Bravo. Where is it? I want to see. I want to see how they got together and met, all that. Okay, that really is all I have on Bravo, though. Let's segue into a little Bachelor action. Um, So as we know, Tyler Cameron is now single. He's been spotted all over the place. People thought he was doing Dancing with the Stars. Turns out that there's going to be a new show coming on Fox called Dirty Dancing, and that's what Tyler Cameron is going to be a part of. I don't have any other details except for it's coming. He's been rehearsing, practicing. I have to assume that it's going to be on air soon because, I don't know, it's all those dancing shows, aren't, aren't they like live where we vote? And obviously, it's been a while since I watched Dancing with the Stars, like at least six, seven, eight years. I don't know. Anyway, so that's where Tyler Cameron has been and is going to be. So yes, we will get him back on our TV screens. Um, With that being said, obviously the speculation of who the next Bachelor is going to be has been the talk of the town. Again, um, Robert Mills, the executive director of The Bachelor, producer of The Bachelor, has been teasing that they're going to announce who The Bachelor is, and it's been like, just fucking tell us already. Well, spoiler alert for anyone um, who didn't want to know who it is. But I have heard from multiple places that Greg is unfortunately going to be the Bachelor for the next season. So um, for those of you who don't know who Greg is, he is—he uh, was one of the runners-up um, of Katie's season that I'm sure everyone has seen a meme of. He basically just gaslighted the shit out of Katie. He said, I love you. He basically confessed his love. There were three people left. Um, and she was like, I can't tell you that I love you. I can't tell you that it's you. There's still other people. I kept this promise to myself. He blows her up. They go after it. i um, on After the Final Rose. Katie just like verbally ruins him, which was so well-deserved. Um, but what's interesting is that Bachelor Nation is fully supporting Greg being the Bachelor, which is a huge discrepancy from America um, because the rest of us with our fucking brains on are like, absolutely not. We're not going to support this guy who... Literally acted his way through the season and then just went off on Katie and now he's going to be the bachelor. Like he's getting everything that he wanted, not to mention another straight white male being the bachelor. Like, come on, Dr. Joe is fucking perfect. Ivan, we have so many other options out there. It's just like horrifying the bachelor nation. The Bachelor people, Bachelor production is choosing Greg. Um, There's all these things basically they're like, we have to do a full stop. We have to fully boycott. And let me tell you this I will not be watching his season. Um, I will full blown boycott, even though like I'm on the verge after Michelle's season anyway. And yeah, so just heads up, um, it's potentially Greg and be prepared for all the announcements, I guess, and then all the backlash and then them trying to recoup. And you know, ABC is just in some hot fucking shit right now that they're just not getting out of. So, That is the latest Bachelor news. We will have two more episodes of Bachelor in Paradise on Monday night and Tuesday night of this week. We saw that Demi is coming in, and she's about to fuck some shit up in there. Um, And I'm excited for two new episodes. All right. Lastly, in our Kardashian update, um, if you follow my Instagram, you know that I am absolutely obsessed with Kendall Jenner and Devin Booker. I have turned into a full-blown fan account, is what I feel like. I, My Instagram search history is so embarrassing because I'm constantly looking for new pictures of them. I know that sounds like so psychopathy. I'm fully aware of how psychopathy it is, and it's happening. Um, so two days ago was 818 Day. Yes, August 18th, um, that Kendall is deeming 818 Day. Kind of love it, love it, little brand action anyway. Kendall was seen um, flying to New York City after her few days in um, Idaho with Devin, and then she went on her Instagram on Thursday, on Tuesday, um, the 818 day with Phi, and they did a live with her 818. They did her famous drink, which is a Barry McKenney. Um, and then we see Devin Booker comment on the live saying, take a shot. She gets really giddy, and we're like, oh my god, we'd love to see that she's so in love. Then, I was blessed with some photos of them um, in Montauk the other night at another 818 event. They were with uh, Carly Kloss and some other people. Um, Devin's brother was around as well. So we'd love to see that he was supporting her. Of course, he posed with the 818 car. He's so supportive. Like, I'm just, this is why I'm so obsessed with them, Right. Um, and then last night, they flew to Italy for the summer vacay that I have been fucking waiting for them to take. We um, see pics of them getting off the airplane, loading off her tequila, him helping her down the stairs of the plane. It was so cute. And then last night, um, there were more pics of them like going out to dinner and being so chic in his green pants with this like white button down. She has a silky cream dress on with a matching green bag. They just look so happy, so stunning. And I again, could not be happier for them. So yes, I'm turning into a fan account, and I apologize. Um, lastly, my theory about Kylie being pregnant, I really thought I, I was onto something today. I really thought we were going to get the good news. There was a video going around that was taken yesterday of Caitlyn Jenner walking into a toy store um, saying, I'm having my 19th grandchild. Um, the trolls did the research. So apparently, there's only 18. So Caitlyn saying there's 19 was like, oh my god, we're fucking in. Kylie is having this goddamn baby. We're so stoked. Um, she, Caitlyn basically in the video is like, yeah, I just found out I'm having another grandchild. 19, man. So I'm here to pick up some stuff, right? Um, later, we find out that it's actually Caitlin's oldest son, Bert, who is expecting another baby with his wife, Valerie. So um, that did not confirm Kylie. But Also, did not decline it. And now I'm sure there's all these articles that I saw on that timeline saying Kylie and Travis are reportedly expecting their second child, which, like, I get it because this video of Caitlyn, like, went everywhere. But then, you know, there was some clarification from TMZ, a.k.a. Kris Jenner. And, you know, Kylie is on the phone with uh, Caitlyn today being like, are you kidding me? Like, you had to go out and say that? Like, way to cause more speculation. I would just love to see a camera crew for that conversation that we probably will never see. So... That is what I got for um, your second episode of the week. And I appreciate you guys turning back in. And uh, I'll see you guys next week for two more episodes of Sadie Spills the Tea.